Are you ready to join the podcasting revolution? With Podcasting What You Should Know, you'll have all the tools and knowledge you need to create a successful show. From the latest trends and secret tools to building a strong team and protecting yourself with contracts, this book covers it all. Plus, you'll learn how to stand out and continue to grow your audience. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your podcasting skills to the next level. Get your copy of Podcasting What You Should Know today. What's up, guys? Happy New Year. Welcome to another episode of the show. Radio is episode 633. In this episode, we talk about my book, Podcasting What You Should Know, which launches this week, the week of January 19th. January 19th is my birthday, by the way. We also talk about Last of Us, which is really, really amazing, you know, for a game adaptation. I didn't necessarily do the game. It is amazing, and I'm really loving what I'm seeing with this adaptation. So enjoy this episode. Episode 633. All right, so Daniela, I just finished watching The Last of Us, uh, the first episode of the HBO special. And I know we have an announcement that we want to chat about. Um, So how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. What's going on? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to... Go with the flow of things. Uh, I got myself braces for Christmas. <laughs> okay. What made you do that? Um, I don't know. Because I want straight teeth. Oh, okay. I, I mean, that's, always, why, why that's so. always a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> want to do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know I'm going to have to have it on for like two-ish years. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go into my 40s. I'm going to make sure just to be my best, I guess. I know I'm like thinking way too far ahead on that one. But, you know, I've been really good so far this year. I've been going to bed earlier, which is really a hard thing for me to do. I'm totally a night owl. So I've been trying to make a habit of like really getting myself ready for bed around 730, 8 o'clock, just like cooling down for the day, hopefully be asleep by nine and waking up about 430, 4 o'clock, 430 in the morning to go to okay. the gym before work. Let me tell you, it's really hard to make that transition, but, you know, living a healthier life, getting older, I want to extend my years. And I think, honestly, what really kind of it's a little bit sad to talk about here is that, um, you know, you have people in my company who has been working for the this company for 40, 50 years, which really in the tech field, it's not heard of, like it's unheard of, pretty much un- un- unheard of for any technician or engineer to be with a single company in a single area doing the same thing for 40, 50 years. That's a long time. You don't alone to find somebody like me who's been at it for 17, 16 or 17 years now. So, so you have, you know, these people becoming, coming of retirement age, they're retiring, they're going out, but it's like, they got this whole, I don't know what it is, but a lot of them, it is really sad to say it's like they've been, you know, passing away or moving on 
within like two years of retirement. And I really don't know what the cause of that really is. Like some of them have like, you know, uh, caught cancer late on. Some of them was unknown uh, or just like that change of like, I've been working every day of my life and then suddenly you stop and I don't have anything to do. Kind of just start to like degrade a little bit. So I'm at this age where I'm no, I'm not anywhere close to that, but I want to make a lifestyle change and shift where I am living here a healthier life so that whenever I do get to that retirement age in like 20 some odd years or something, um, I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm active outside of work and doing different activities. I'm definitely taking myself out of my own comfort zone because I've been active before, but I do a lot of like home workouts because the gym really isn't my thing, but I'm trying to make it my thing. So I have a good mixture in between. I go out for these like runs where like I'm not running the entire time. There's a nice park that um, I like to drive to that has a nice big open area. And um, I incorporate other movements and exercises um, while I'm there. So I'm not strictly running. I'm doing jump ropes. I'm doing other cardio kind of other hit exercises there. But I end my day with like this. It has this perfectly placed bench to watch the sunset. So like my entire drive is let's get through this so that I can sit and enjoy the sunset <laughs> and go That's home. Beautiful. I like that. So I'm, I'm like aiming towards, towards that. And, um, you know, I, as much as I think I've said that I don't really like the beach, um, I still don't like the beach, mm. but, uh, uh, I tried out stand up paddle boarding, which I do not have the best balance for, but it was actually a really good kind of active exercise, like activity. Does that like work your core kind of thing? Yeah, because you have to maintain your balance standing on this giant oversized surfboard and paddle (laughs) so it's definitely working your core your calves your ankles your arms like it's a full body experience there and plus on top of this um river that we're uh, going up or down you have boats you have people who have small boats who are like riding up and down um and so you have to deal with the waves i fell off a couple times but you know, it's, it's nice. I'm just trying to just really push myself out of my comfort zone on things to open up my mind more because that's like my part of, I realize is part of my whole creative process of things. And it just, those things, like if you can get yourself in the mindset of this, which is really great because we're going to talk about your announcement later and we'll talk, I'm going to revisit this moment. Um, <laughs> just motivating yourself outside of your your content creation is such a huge factor because you feel stuck like when you like and it's not even have to do with just like streaming or podcasting i think any creative person you can only sit in front of a blank page so long before you're just getting mad frustrated disappointed discouraged you just have to just step out and do something else to motivate yourself and then come back to that blank page and like you are so pumped with just endorphins and you know, energy that it, things slowly start coming to you that you can mm. try out. 
So it's definitely something, you know, I'm trying to find a balance for and I'm kind of enjoying the process. Yeah. Um, challenging yourself is always a good thing. And I think that we're, we're both doing that in different ways uh, this year, um, for sure. I, I, had, I had to try something different. It's something I've been thinking about for a while trying a different process. I know there's the ability for us to blog and write, you know, things that way. We've done the podcasting for a while um, with um, each other. I believe the number that you came in was 340, but you were, you were around before that. Um, I think 340 is where we actually solidified that we wanted to to be together um, in this, you know, podcasting world. Right. So, yeah. So now it's, um, you know, for me this year, I wanted to try something different and I decided to write a book, right? I'm and so proud of you. It's weird to, to just like, like that is like a reality now, you know, but, uh, you're an author. Yeah. I'm excited though. Cause so, so it's a little background, right? So before we kind of get into the details, you had, you know, the opportunity to read the book, of course. Right. And yep. it's um, one of the things that I wanted to do with a lot of the information that I was sharing and I kept repeating is find a place to put it where it's going to add value to somebody later on. And, you know, and of course, add value to me and my family. Right. So what did that look like? I, I didn't know. Right. So I decided to do like 14 weeks, uh, give or take of like podcasting information on clubhouse. Right. So we're doing that, you know, I was gathering data. So, so this was a, a gathering data phase and not necessarily to build like a big, you know, a uh, platform on clubhouse per se, if it happened, that'd be cool. But I wasn't looking for that. I was more so looking for the pain points of the individuals asking the questions and I was trying to see how often I was getting the same questions in those 14 weeks, right? So then that information started dying out. And I realized that once I answered most of those questions in those 14 weeks, the rooms weren't uh, being filled anymore. So I was like, okay, I think it's kind of like a point to like take a break from that. And I shifted that content to Instagram. So I was like, okay. So the bits and pieces of information I was sharing, let me take those and then share them on Instagram. And then it was like, okay, well, you have kind of like the chapter layouts already. You have all the data. So why don't you just package it up somehow? And then that's how we got to, to the book. And uh, the book is launching this week, the week of the 19th, January 19th is my birthday. So it yeah. worked out to line up with all of that. So Daniela, the floor is yours without, without sharing too much details. <laughs> what were your impressions of my, uh, my, uh, words on paper? It is a really good, easy read. Like it is very straight to the point. There's good information in there, but it's not overwhelming where you're just confused and you're like, okay, this is just too much to take on at one time. Hmm. That's I think that's what I really liked about it. And then you have some key things in there that I think people 
don't realize how it directly affects, um, you know, your content creation, your podcasting, um, you know, your your health and activity, <laughs> mm. um, which is a it's just is a huge thing because you know when you're a content creator or um, a podcaster, you sit you spend so much time just sitting behind a screen behind a mic, and I really appreciated that chapter. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I, I, I think I have it. like three more chapters to read. I appreciate it. So, so here's my thing, right? So at the end of the day, right? There's a whole bunch of, um, there's a whole bunch of individuals that we know that are content creators, podcasters, and bloggers and YouTubers, right? Now, based on what you read, right? Was there anything in there that you were like, wow, I didn't know that? Hmm. I would say more of the tax stuff because that still <laughs> that still eludes me. Okay, okay. So the tax the tax chapter got you. Okay, that's fair. So so there was one thing, right? And that that to me is the ultimate like satisfaction right now with any with any individuals that are that are planning to to get the book. So please get the book, support you know, write the reviews and all those fun things. If you can walk away and say, wow, I, I never thought about that. Oh, I didn't know that that was that important. Then I'll be the happiest person on the planet because that's that's really the the goal. Right. It's seasoned individuals, I believe, can walk away with something. New individuals can walk away with a lot of things. Right. There's one chapter in specific. The, Go ahead. No, I think there is one other one, which is I think I'm I'm still trying to work through. Um, and I liked was the the one about finding your voice. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad. I'm happy. It makes me really happy. Yeah. Which is different from finding like your professional on mic voice. <laughs> right. Which I can talk. I can talk up a storm. I can talk about anything. But I think genuinely finding your voice and like who you are, I think I, I like that chapter. No, I like that. I like that. Yes, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm, I'm happy and I hope that people really enjoy it, too. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's like it's it's been exhausting promoing stuff for it. Right. So. But I think it's absolutely necessary because it's like you're doing the marketing from the ground up uh, and you're maximizing the tools that we have, right? YouTube shorts. I created an ad for, for the book, which is on YouTube shorts. It's the same title as the book, which is podcasting what you should know. And I also have uh, the same ad on IG reel. And when I say ad, I'm, it, I mean, I created a reels uh, format a video that is promoting the book. I didn't pay anything. I'm thinking about it. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I'm really doing it as organically as possible uh, from the YouTube side of things or YouTube shorts, which that video actually goes live on the 17th at 11 p.m. Eastern time, which is when the shorts go 
goes live and the the IG video a reel uh goes up on the 17th as well it's already live way before the the YouTube shorts video so these are some of the things that uh, I've been doing I'm going to actually put it on TikTok as well uh, because I don't know and that's the other thing too right I don't know how people are going to respond to either the actual shorts versus how they're going to respond to um, seeing the impression on Twitter, right? Or even this conversation, right? So I think that I'm still learning a lot in the space. I had to, you know, figure out what an author page was on Amazon and how to properly format the book and all those things. And all that was first time, right? Um, and I had help. Of course, YouTube.com has a lot of um, tutorials that assist you with those things, which it, it really helped out to uh, ease the, um, you know, the nerves to actually put it together and um, and publish it. So, oh, uh, yeah. What else? Am I forgetting anything? And you know what? After all of this and everything that you're learning. I think you got a second book. Yeah, I might, I might have a second book. Um, I'll share, I'll share some things with you offline um, of some of the things that I'm thinking. But um, what, one of the things I wanted to add for sure here is that, that just by way of sharing information, right? So the Google Play platform is only eBooks right now. And some of the information at the beginning of the book is indexed to like, the um the web right so if you're posting mm -hmm. on google play then you'll have the ability to get some of the words indexed on the web which is kind of cool i think barnes and noble press which is where the book is also was probably the the more format heavy platform like you have to do things to the t or else it's not going to process it the way it's supposed to process it and in terms of uh super supportive uh via chat messaging or phone call would be the Amazon uh, KDP platform. Uh, so those are, you know, some bits and pieces there. I just wanted to, to share uh, for those who are probably considering, you know, doing their own uh, manuscript and, and post that online for people. So yeah, that's what's going on. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Oh, appreciate it. Thank like you. A great way to like enter for your birthday. Seriously. Yeah. It's my birthday. I lost some sleep, uh, you know, a couple of nights, but <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's finished. Now it's just the reception of the people. And and if you are picking up the book, podcasting what you should know, uh, definitely share your thoughts on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Uriah, U-R-I-Y-Y-A, and definitely leave a review on Amazon. Greatly appreciated. It is um, at the time of us speaking right now, the number one release in that category um right now so i'm just gonna check it real quick it was uh fluctuating in terms of the subcategories but right now it is the number one new release and podcasting and webcasting on amazon uh as of the 17th as of the time that we're having this conversation pretty excited about that what'd you think of the cover i liked it okay because it's it's loud but it's not obnoxiously like that yellow really like catches your attention and it's not doesn't have an annoying like look to it there's there's like there is some how-to books where i feel like they're having like too much going on mm, okay. there's, 
There's one. I'm not even kidding. You. What's the name of this book? Maybe I shouldn't like badmouth it because it does have good information in it, but I didn't like the cover of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, give, give them some grace. <laughs> give them some grace, but it just had like so much going on in the color scheme. Like I almost didn't want to read it just because of the cover. But for yours, I, I like simple like that. Um, because it's, that's what you want is just the information. You wanted to know what the book is about. There it is. I don't need for me personally, I don't care for over the top. Um, you know, visuals and art on it, unless it's like a young adult book or something like that, or some fantasy book, if it's informational and it's like a learning tool for me, I like the clean and simple. Mm, okay. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. I was, I was trying to figure out like, I didn't, I wanted to go yellow, but I went to, I didn't want to do the, what do you call it? The lime looking yellow, right? Oh no. So I think yellow. that would have been really, really bad. Uh, so I went for the mustard type, um, color or, or would you call it shade? I don't even know what you, you call that, but I went for that in, instead because, you know, as you shared, it is loud, but it's still easy on the eyes. Yeah. And I thought that was, um, you know, trying to strike the right balance between that, but, but yeah, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it or enjoying it. Um, you know, I, I, I had, I had to put a dedication in there, uh, for you. Um, it feels so special. I've never had a, any dedication like that before. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I, you're welcome. You're welcome. So depending on where, cause you said you still have a few things to go. So, um, well, I'm not going to say anything. There's, there's more. That's all I'll say. All right. So. <laughs> So yeah, so podcasting, what you should know, unlocking the secrets of successful podcasting insider tips and tricks is available now on Amazon, Barnes and Noble Press, and soon Google Play. So uh, that's where we are. That's where we are. This is going to be a good year for us. Gonna be. I believe it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, so now we have. The Last of Us. I've never watched uh, anything like that in, in terms of the gaming stuff that was really good in terms of adaptation. So I'll start there. I never played the game. I'll give you the floor, Daniela. What'd you think? Oh, oh my goodness. From the first second, I was just, I was instantly captivated. Like this, I know it's only the first episode. The first episode was like an hour, 28 minutes, I think it was. Um, you can tell the amount of love and heart that is going into this production. And I couldn't be more happy that they are working together on this. Like there's been so many video game to movie or TV show adaptations that were just terrible. Um, I wouldn't buy out there to hide it. Resident Evil. <laughs> I love Resident Evil the video games. I do not like the movies. The show, I the TV series, I really tried to like it a lot. But how was, how was the last one? Was the last one okay? Uh, no okay no 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 
But Naughty Dog being a part of this from the very beginning, having input, having say, being part of the writing team, being part part of the production. I'm going to say it right now, even on episode one, this will be hands down the best video game adaptation that I think there possibly can be. And I really hope that going forward in the future, that studios, um, not video game studios necessarily, but movie studios, TV, um, TV studios really, really consider working with the video game studios. The ones who created this story, this lore that so many gamers like, and here's a great thing. So I watched, I watched, um, the last of us with my boyfriend who really does not play video games at all he does not even know what the last of us is like nothing and i had to make a bargain with him because he first of all he doesn't like horror stuff really he really doesn't like things that scare him he really doesn't but i watch yellowstone with him and i do not like cowboys whatsoever like is the cowboy movie cowboy show i am tuned out i don't want to watch it but i have been watching it with him i've been sitting it with him and i have been building up those brownie points for the last three months specifically so that i can lure him in to watch the last of us with me not you said no mom that's crazy so <laughs> i was be like look I've been watching Yellowstone with you and the little spin-offs and all this other stuff. You can at least watch this one show with me. And and he did. And there there are a couple. I would I really wouldn't classify The Last of Us necessarily as a horror game. It is a thriller, it is a drama. And there are some scary parts to it. But that's not how I see the game itself. And Going into the series, I don't want to give spoilers to anybody, whether you're a fan of the game or you've never watched it before. But there's a couple parts. There's a couple parts that would be like where my boyfriend was like, what is it that you have me watching? Are those zombies? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, don't think of them as zombies. Don't think of Resident Evil. Don't think of 28 Days Later. Just take it all in. And um, there is that scene, which is part of the opening part um, of was, the game okay. that is in there. Oof. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And I, I don't know a single person where that, whether you play the game or not, where that is not going to hit you because they did a really good. So that's really, real. really. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's in the, that's in the beginning of the first like 20 minutes of the game which I believe that was in the first 20 minutes of this episode. But um, yeah, like the way that they react, reenacted that one or portrayed it and adapted it to based off the game hits you the same exact way um, and how they built up that connection and that relationship um, between um, between the both of them um was really really great how how they did that and so when we got to that part <laughs> and um everybody was like what is this sadness that you have me watching right. yeah it was it was really intense <laughs> and just like in the game 
I cried. I teared up. I was like, oh my God, this hits me the same exact way. And I paused it for a little bit. I was like, I need a breather. Give me a moment. Give me a moment here. Yeah, it was so Because I'm like that. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm like that for like a lot of games. Like Heavy Rain, when I played that, oh my goodness, I cried in that one too. But The Last of Us, it did. And it, just how how the breakout happens, that was so incredibly spot on. I was blown away. And then you fast forward 20 years later and, you know, you see... How, you know, Boston's looking at like the state of of the world and get that feeling. And then you get introduced to Tess and then Tommy. It's like there. There was there's a lot. And I think the actors that they they chose for it. uh, I I couldn't picture anyone more perfect um bella ramsey who plays ellie she's she was just as aggressive and with a smart sharp tongue as ellie does in in the video game and just her acting was it's great pedro pascal who plays joel like he just encapsulates joel so well just like the voice actors did for the, for the game like just to see that on the screen um live action like it was it was amazing i i couldn't i couldn't picture anything more perfect and then like as i'm watching it i'm thinking about those parts in the games and like how i play through it and how they're you know translating it on the screen to be this cohesive story i'm like this just makes so much sense and i don't feel like it's cheesy or campy or just ridiculous like there's so much realistic feeling behind it that i just i just can't wait to see the rest of the season and it's so hard in the same age of streaming where so many shows like you have all the episodes right there and then you binge watch it um so that anticipation for the next week is like it's there i uh, i want to watch it again i don't know if i can do it again I don't know if I can really? do it again. Yeah, well, I mean, just how I think it was like, like you said, 20, 30 minutes in, uh, give or take, you have that scene and it really changes the whole thing. And then they've, I don't know if I can, I, uh, yeah, I don't, for those who are probably going to watch at some point, um, that part was like really, really intense. And then, yeah, I don't know if I want to relive that, I wanna, you know? I think I'm just going to wait till next week. When When is the drop next week? I don't even know the day. I don't, I don't know. Sundays? I think it's Sundays. So I okay. wish it was Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was really good, you know, for, for someone who did not play the game because of all the um, the things that I saw. Well, technically, I did play it a long time ago at an event, but you you don't get really immersed into that experience because you have a line and you know, you're just waiting for, you know, whatever that is to talk about it. If you have a quick interview or whatever, but uh, I don't think that's really putting yourself in a position to really understand everything that's going on uh, because you're being kind of like navigated through that, especially if you're doing like a press, you know, event type of thing. So, so that was my only experience with the game. And I was like, Nope, can't do it. Not for me, but <laughs> to see this piece here, uh, by way of adaptation 
from what everyone is saying that is really good, I can appreciate that, right? So the last thing that we saw and enjoyed was Halo, even though it took some, you know, crazy turns from things that we don't necessarily see in Halo, right? But the last thing people should do is compare the Halo adaptation to this, right? Totally different things, but people are going to do what they want to do anyway, but I don't think it's wise to even do that. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, as a person who's not really playing Halo, doesn't really care for it, I really did like the TV series. And I think with the lore and everything behind Halo, there's a lot of different interpretations that you can put into that that can be really creatively um, beautiful and make a great story um, for the Halo series. And I think that's the way that I'm taking that ad- that adaptation. Um, as long as they don't like go too far from the lore itself, I think Halo can be a great series on its own lane and shows a lot of stuff um, that I am personally really enjoying. And yeah, that comes from a non-video game fan that I I liked it when we were talking about it like every episode we were talking about it on our show but what I see so different about The Last of Us is that you're retelling this really great story that you can that there isn't a ton of lore like Halo has like it's there that we've like as fans of the game have found and discovered and learned but it's not like The Last of Us has these books written after it at all Mm. So I was going to ask that. So just just going off of that, I think it's um, it's so there are no great story Um, of The Last of Us. Not not like Halo. Halo has so many, so many stories and like multiple of it. The Last of Us does not have that. Let me close like nowhere. So um, give me one second. For some reason, Alexa decided to talk to me. I don't know how I triggered her. But anyways, um, the only thing I was going into that I, I wasn't, I guess I, when I play the game, the way that I see Ellie, I, I wasn't sure if I pictured Bella Ramsey in that part, but I held my reservations about it. And I, she is such an incredibly strong actress. I mean, everybody knows her as, um, Lady uh, Liana Mormont from Game of Thrones. And she was a fantastic actress in there, but she wasn't like the main character. She had her highlight points that people fell in love with um, Lady Mormont there. But to have her as like this main character, the spotlight there, she just fits so perfectly as Ellie. Hmm. And then a new actress that I don't really know much about, but apparently I really like her mother, <laughs> um, who plays Sarah, who I don't know if we're ever going to see any like flashbacks of her in this place, Sarah, which is uh, Joel's daughter. Um, her, her name is Nico Parker. And I think she just did like for her short time uh, for this part of the story to build up to this, that, that drama to see this impact. Um, I think she did a, a great job and she looks so much like her mom, um, who's, uh, what's her name? Uh, Thandaway Newton, who's from, um, 
if you watch it, Westworld, it's the one that I can think of the most right now at the moment. And a very beautiful actress. And she plays that role of, of Sarah so well. I'm just so happy about this entire thing. Like I can gush yeah, over this entire show and, and just even who they chose to be Tommy, um, Tessa, it was just perfect. It was good. I really, I really enjoyed it. So um, I'm going to throw you a curveball, Okay. Uh, cause we, we don't have uh, any notes and this is perfect because I kind of like these moments. I want to find out if you saw anything related to the whole Adam Sessler thing that was happening. Did you see any of that? No. Okay. So apparently he was going back and forth with a YouTuber and, you know, they had some choice awards and stuff like that, but, but we'll move on. So. Well, that's kind of been like, I guess his thing for what last several months right now. Okay. Um, I haven't seen the most recent one, but I do know that there are some some tweets coming out of Sessler that very argumentative. And, and t- to be honest, regardless if it's Adam Sessler or not, I you know what? It doesn't matter. Anybody, anybody. I really don't understand the point of getting into our arguments on Twitter. OK, especially especially if you have some type of. <laughs> A celebrity status attached to your name. <laughs> but I didn't see the most recent one if there's any more of there, but I I do know off and on over the last several months there's uh, there's been some like bickering that's been coming out of him for certain things. I don't jump into it. It's it doesn't bring me any joy. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So so final thoughts on The Last of Us and then we can start closing out. Uh, please give me episode two. I don't know how many. I should probably know how many episodes are going to be in this, but I just want them all, and I want to binge watch them nonstop. Yeah, it's really good. And if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Yeah, you should. Watch I think it. it's a great reason to get HBO, even just for this. Like, if you don't want to pay for the entire season, the entire time for the next several months, you know what? When all the episodes for season one comes out, get the free trial of HBO Max. Watch it. <laughs> and then wait for the next season because you, I think you should watch it. Yeah, it's definitely something that um, I wanted to make time for. I wanted to watch it and I really enjoyed it and highly recommend it whether you watched, whether you played the game or not. Uh, so I'm I'm in the camp that I didn't play the game and this is absolutely amazing. It is a masterpiece. So so I'll say that um, as far as the the book podcasting, what you should know, uh, search that on Amazon podcasting, what you should know, because sometimes the description box and um, the podcast app kind of like truncates the information. So which is why I'm repeating it. So podcasting, what you should know on Amazon it is the number one new release under podcasting and webcasting. And Danielle, uh, I can't even speak. Daniela, thank you for checking it out. Thank you for reading. Well, thank you for writing it and sending me a copy. I don't know why you're thanking me. You did all the hard work. Well, I appreciate it. I'm always you. on. I, I love learning, even from you. Even from me. 
Oh, even from you, even from you, <laughs> no. you rascal! You're you for everything, everything that I need to know. I always come to you. I appreciate it. Whether you. it be for podcasting or life or anything like that, we, I like our relationship. I do too, absolutely for sure. Uh, so, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Bye, guys. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.